Blog Talk Radio. Good evening and welcome to the Coffee Clutch. This is Marianne Russo. I want to say hello to Chuck Wally, who's over on our Twitter tweet chat with Mae Wilkinson. Um, if you'd like to, you can jump on our tweet chat. It is the hash- using the hashtag TCK. And you can interact with others listening to the interview or just meet some other really nice parents. Um, tonight, we are featuring our um, Foundation of the Month. And I am very honored to have the March of Dimes. Um, the March of Dimes has been helping families, I mean, forever. And, um, you know, just as everything else, they've changed through the years. And we're going to find out tonight, you know, what's new with March of Dimes. Our guests are Beverly Robertson. She is the, re- the Director of Pregnancy Newborn Health Education Center. And we also have Le- Liza Cooper, who is the Director of Family-Centered Care and Family Engagement. So please, welcome Beverly and Liza. Thank you so much for having us. Thanks so much. Oh, you're welcome. Beverly, I can hardly hear you. You're going to have to speak up a little bit. Very few people say that I'm quiet. <laughs> <laughs> I, You know, I could tell that by your tweets. Um, <laughs> well, I'm, I'm just so thrilled that you're both here. And uh, why don't I start a little bit with you, Beverly? Um, you know, as I said, you know, the March of Dimes has changed over the years, and I don't think that, you know, most people really know what, what you're up to lately. So why don't you tell us a little bit about the March of Dimes and, um, you know, the, your mission and how it's changed? Um, thanks. I think that's great. A lot of, you know, our history is a really long one, as you mentioned. We were founded by President Roosevelt, that would be FDR, and um, to prevent infantile paralysis, which was polio. But that was a long time ago. We are the only foundation that's cured our disease, if you will. And now we've changed our mission to the um, to improve the health of babies by preventing birth defects, um, premature birth, and infant mortality. So this is the three things. We've been working to save babies for a really long time. Right, and, um, you know, I think that that's what people, you know, when they think of the March of Dimes, it's, you know, they think of prevention of birth defects. Right. But, you know, I think it's much more than that. It's much, much more than that. We've gone, we've embraced a prematurity campaign a few years ago. As you may have remembered, we, or not, we had been, we're working on a folic acid campaign. Yes. A few years ago. And then that sort of was very successful. We got the word out there about the importance of taking your folic acid, your multivitamin, every day. You need 400 micrograms of folic acid, all of us, all women. So we started working on that, and then we moved away from that now into fighting the campaign is about premature birth. And, you know, you've seen a lot about preemies. You have to have seen a lot about March of Dimes and preemies. Absolutely, and, you know, I remember the folic acid campaign. Oh, good. yeah, no, I do. Um, you you know, I was having my children back in those days. Um, but, but why don't you just remind the audience what the importance was and what a um, deficiency in folic acid, the problems it can create. The thing about folic acid was that it helps to prevent neurotube defects. So that can be anything from spina bifida, through and encephaly, anything in the neurotube. Now, the thing to remember is the neurotube closes really early in your pregnancy. So you need to take 400 micrograms of folic acid, take your, your vitamin every day, because many people don't know they're pregnant for several weeks into it and the neural tube has closed. So you need to already have it in your system. If you take it, 
folic acid campaign and what we were doing, we reduce it can reduce the incidence of folic of neurotube defects by seventy five percent. It's pretty it's pretty significant. Wow. Yeah, we should all be taking our multivitamin every day. Oh, I gotta get my daughters on that. Yeah, okay. get your daughters on it. Although it's tough and we hear a lot from young women that, you know, they forget, it's not on their on their radar, you know. Well how much so is in a multivitamin? It depends, but basically you're 400 micrograms of B in it. And you don't have to oh, take okay. a name brand. You can take, you know, the grocery store brand. Right. Or the, you know, drugstore brand, brand X. Just read it and make sure that it has 400 micrograms. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's good. I mean, that's easy, easy enough. It's very easy yeah, That's do. easy enough. And, and, I mean, the, it, it's incredible that by taking a vitamin that, you know, you can prevent such serious, um, you know, uh, defects in a, in a newborn. It's amazing. You know, when when I introduced you, um, you know, I said that you were the national director of the Pregnancy and Newborn Health Education Center, but um, I don't think, I know I don't know, and I don't think many people know what that is. So why don't you tell us about the center and um, what you do there for families? Oh, thanks. I love the center. I've been, <clears throat> excuse me, I've been working uh, at the March of Dimes since 1996, and we started a resource center back then. And we, and originally we had a phone, a call-in center. People could call about their questions around preconception, starting a family, pregnancy, you know, a little scared, something may not be right, you know, through pregnancy, through the newborn period. And we answered questions by phone. Well, then we started, you know, times change, and then we moved to an email service. And now we're all over social media. So we answer about 25,000 questions a year. Wow. That come into the center, the Pregnancy and Newborn Health Education Center. About half of those questions last year came in through social media. So you can see how women, young women, all of us, are changing to embrace new technology. So I had no idea. Yeah, people can still, women, men, families, men have babies too, they can um, reach out to the March of Dimes through email. They can still do that. They can go to askus at marchofdimes.com. Or many women now are asking questions through Twitter, all Twitter all the time. You know I love it. Um, or they can uh, on our blog or on Facebook. And we monitor all of them. And we answer questions from all over the world. Yeah, that's incredible because, I mean, this, it, it, it's a very scary time for both, like you said, the, the moms and the dads, you know, especially the first time around. Um, you know, and it's nice because, you know, you, you, some people, you know, you're a little intimidated to keep calling your um, obstetrician. So, you know, that's great. The other thing we're finding over time is that, you know, if, if you hear something you don't quite know, you know, the, the length of visits have become very short, the amount yeah. of time you spend with your doctor. So sometimes you don't quite understand. So you can reach out, sort of do a Google search, try to figure it out, come to the March of Dimes. We can send information out and then encourage women here. This is what this is going on. Take this, read this, take it back to your doctor to be better informed. Right, and well, you know our slogan. Um, you know that's 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 the key, being informed. Yeah. I mean, who staffs these centers? Are there nurses? I mean, who who replies um, and gives out this information for the March of Dimes? Well, we have, we call them health education specialists, and they all have master's degrees in health-related fields. So we have a nutritionist, we have some of our candidates, some of our employees have master's of public health, we have, so all of them 
are in the public, have masters in the public health arena. I've been doing this a long time. So we have a library, a research library in our area. So if a question comes in that's a little difficult, you know, a chromosomal breakage, somebody may call call in and or send us an email, actually, and say, you know, oh, I, my baby's being diagnosed with 2P minus. What does that mean? So we can actually help them to understand, okay, so, you know, you might have a possibility or you're at a risk. So what does that mean? What is a genetic counselor? Should I go? Should I not go? Or my baby's being diagnosed with a birth defect. What do I do now? So looking forward to, you know, these are some options you have in terms of what your care is going to look like. All right, and, you know, with with um, the Internet, you know, and I'm just as guilty, you know, we've all become Google doctors. Oh, yeah. And, um, you know, we make ourselves crazy. And, you know, I've, as I've said before, it's a double-edged sword. I mean, it's one of, it's probably one of the best resources for parents um, that have special needs children or parents that are faced, like you said, with, um, you know, um, some type of uh, <clears throat> of uh, problems um, during pregnancy. And, um, you know, it's just great when people can go and get the right information instead of being misled or, you know, making themselves uh, really stressed out. So, I mean, that's fantastic. Well, um, but I know that you've, you've sw- I'm sorry, go ahead. I think one of the things that's important is you need to find a trusted source. You don't want to go to a wiki to look up your medical condition. Right. So, and whether you're going, you know, you need to be able to go to us or, or go to AAP or ACOG or Mayo Clinic or, you know, something that's really, you know that it's going to give you the correct information. Right. But there's something about that personalization that you offer that I think is just incredible. Well, we um, because, do one on one. Yeah, because it's not narrowed. I mean, anybody that that's pregnant, um, or I would assume neonatal as well. Um, oh, yeah. You know, that it, it, it's just having that 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 personalization. It's just so so um, warming for a parent. Um, you know, so you you've moved it. The, the folic acid campaign was just enormously successful. Um, but now you've moved on, and I understand that you're working on a prematurity campaign. And you know, I, there are so many parents that they have special needs children and um you know that they're constantly talking about their preemies. So um what is the campaign and what are you teaching? How can you prevent it? Well, prematurity campaign, we've been doing it for a few years now. For the first time in the last 3 years, we've seen a small reduction in the amount of preterm birth. So it looks like you know some stuff is going on. The highest incidence of um, preterm birth is now where you did a lot of analysis, and it's coming in that late preterm period. So it's sort of 34, 35, 36 weeks. Um, so we're trying to get women, in, and you're going to see a lot of stuff coming out about, you know, the 39-week campaign. Try to get women to get to 39 weeks, let labor start on its own. Now, the, the prematurity, and this is where Liza can really speak to this too, we are really working with families in the NICU, like, you know, giving them the support. So we, the Mount Farch and Dimes, feel very strongly that if you have a, suddenly you have something, I'm going to make it up, you have premature rupture of the membrane, right? So all of a sudden you're in the NICU experience and you had no idea, absolutely none, or you've been diagnosed with preeclampsia. I pushed out a tweet the other day that said, if you have sudden swelling of the hands and face, this is not normal. Get to the doctor right. immediately. And someone pushed back to me on Twitter and said, I wish I had known this two years ago. I lost my sister. So this kind of information we can get out there to women who have no idea. I never heard the word preeclampsia before. You know, so women say this to me. So I think, you know, in terms of what we do, getting, getting the word about what are the signs and symptoms of preterm labor. 
If you're a first-time pregnant mom, you don't know anything about anything. Right. This right. is normal. This is normal. And as you said, you could have a fabulous doctor, but you know, yep. when you have that ten minute visit, visit, you know, you know, sometimes things are missed. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. you know, and it's just it's so important. And I have to say, I mean, kudos to you or whoever is um, running your social media sites because the information that you pump out on Twitter is incredible. Oh, thank um, you. You know, which is one of the reasons. Yeah, I mean, that's one of the reasons you know how I found you because, um, you know, it it it. And they're short little tweets, but when you read them, I mean, they're things that you had this week about, um, I think, teeth bleaching. Right. You know, right. and there's things that, I mean, I've had four kids. I didn't know these things. Um, you know, that's just so important for parents, for parents to know, and then they can, you know, have the one-on-one touching base with you. Um but, you know, the prematurity campaign, and Liza, you can also probably, you know, I want to join, bring you in here. We've been ignoring you. Um, you know, thank you. Thank you for joining us. I know it was the last minute. Sure. Um, as we said, you're the director of the Family-Centered Care and Family Engagement. Um, that sounds like a lot. So what is that, and how is that involved in the prematurity campaign? Sure. Well, basically, for the past 10 years, I've been running the National NICU Family Support Program, and folks may have heard of that. Bev spoke a lot about March of Dimes prevention efforts, so folic acid, the prematurity campaign, our research, our awareness, our education has really focused on preventing infant mortality, prematurity, birth defects. But NICU Family Support and the various services and initiatives around it have really looked at helping and supporting the family when something does go wrong, when a prematurity baby comes into the world when a when a baby is born with a birth defect when something unanticipated happens with a birth or with a pregnancy and we wanted to really be there for families with information with comfort with emotional support and with all of the different services and supports that the family might need during that experience so you know, and, I, and I would think you know I'm not I I don't know if this is a fact but I would think that the um, you know, current state of the economy um, concerns me as, you know, I know a lot of people have lost their jobs and they've lost their health insurance. You know, is 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 that affecting the amount of women that are getting prenatal care? Yeah, certainly. It affects a lot of things. It affects the the women who are getting prenatal care. It affects the women who are insured when they go into the hospital. It affects the stress on the family. And so when we talk about the NICU experience, if your baby comes two, three, four months early or is born with a birth defect, we often say that the parent is grieving the loss of the perfect birth. It's not what people imagine when they're pregnant, when they're anticipating a child, their first child, their second child. They picture everything going right. They might be nervous. They might be anxious. But for the most part, people picture balloons, a quick going home from the hospital, grandparents, uh, flowers, celebration, instead of a hospitalization of their baby who may look very different from how they imagined, small, vulnerable, um, sometimes the parent is not permitted to hold them for some time. They might feel right. very helpless and scared. So they're plunged into a circumstance. Many parents have told me that they never even knew a NICU existed until their baby was born and had to be admitted there. Um, and right. that really, of course, is the safest place for the baby. But we want to help them with the process of grieving 
the perfect birth experience and helping to transition them to being able to support, comfort, bond, and get to know their baby and how they're going to take care of their baby when they get home. And just for those listening, if you don't know what she's referring to as NICU, that's the neonatal intensive care unit. Um, you know, I think that, that people also have a false sense of security because a lot of people have amniocentesis now. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, it, it's, a, it's a wonderful tool. But, um, you know, not everything shows up on an amniocentesis. Absolutely not. In fact, I delivered my first child um, a year and a half ago, and I had had a very smooth pregnancy, and I was lucky to go very far in the pregnancy. And three weeks before my due date, I saw my OB. He said, you know, you are absolutely sealed and closed. You're not dilated. You're not effaced. We're going to have to figure out when we're not going to let you go beyond, and we're going to have to induce you. You're going to go post-dates. He was certain. He was sure. And then I went into labor the next morning. So that was three weeks early, and so it it certainly um, things went well, thank goodness. But but this is the the late preterm birth that Bev talked about that people often say three, four weeks early, it's no big deal. But it can be a big deal, and people are starting to recognize that, and we're starting to get that information out because sometimes women are uncomfortable at that stage and they actually want to be delivered at that point or their doctor maybe has a schedule conflict and he wants or she wants to deliver you at an earlier date before your due date and and there's risks in that and there's risks you know to the mother it's not just the child i mean there's gestational diabetes uh, you know, there's just so many things that, that can happen, and, you know, that's why prenatal care is just so important. But, you know, um, the, our audience are special needs parents, so they've already dealt with that grieving and that disappointment, and maybe not um, with a, you know, with a preemie, but to some degree. So how would a parent that has a special needs child that is planning to have another child or is pregnant again you know, is there any type of genetic testing or what could you offer to a family that's just frightened? Yeah, it's it's certainly very common. Once you've been through a very difficult experience, you are waiting and expecting for the same things to happen. Certainly, we hope it doesn't. We want to avoid that in every way. And one of the things is certainly knowing your medical history, finding a care provider that you really trust, that really listens to you, talks about your previous pregnancy and your previous birth and what occurred there and maybe what there is to know that could be done differently. Uh, for prematurity, there is um, they are giving progesterone shots, um, which is helpful for many women to stay mm-hmm. pregnant longer. Um, and then there are other types of of things that are important for families to know in terms of being um, smoke-free, being alcohol-free. There's a, a lot of different um, important information that they can discuss with their health care provider. So that history is really important. And then getting emotional support. Um, our, you know, One of the reasons Bev suggested that I join her today is to talk about shareyourstory.org, which is our online community for NICU families and families who've gone home from the NICU to share support, wisdom, care, 
they blog, they share their stories, they share photos, they celebrate together, they grieve together, and they pull each other through subsequent pregnancies with wisdom, with inspiration. It's really an incredible community where they really understand each other because they've all been in the same boat before. And, you know, as we say here all the time, there's no better resource than somebody who's been there. Um <clears throat> And, you know, that now that, I, that was actually going to be the next thing I was going to ask you, was shareyourstory.org. Um, now, this is a blog. Is that what this is? Is this a blog? I haven't had a chance to take a look. Um, it, it's, I'm, I'm assuming it's a blog-type format where people can just comment. Um, is it moderated in any way? Yes, it is. It is moderated primarily by the community members who serve also as volunteers for the March of Dimes. So it's parents themselves who make sure that every blog is read, every story, every post, every picture is read and responded to. So nobody would go on to share your story without receiving support, without receiving uh, feedback and making a connection on that site. Well, that's fantastic, really. Bev, you know, I know you've been working on um, the campaign um, I think for the last two years. So, you know, what's happening with that? Well, we've been, just in terms of social media, we have been doing a couple of things going on. For the last two years, we've been reaching out, as um, as Liza said, we're reaching out to bloggers. So if there's any bloggers on uh, listening, please consider going to Bloggers Unite. The last two years, um, well, to see the first one, we had f- over 500 bloggers blogged on November 17th. It's, it's Prematurity Awareness Day. We've gone this year into global, so it's World Prematurity Day, and it's going to be on November 17th. And so two years ago we had 500 bloggers. Last year we had 360-whatever bloggers. And they're all blogging about raise, and helping us raise awareness around prematurity. And the reach is unbelievable. And just reading the stories. And these are on their personal blogs. So it could be an affected family. Maybe they have their own child, or it could be a niece or a grandchild that um, came too soon. Or it just could be that you know they have an advocacy blog, and they're just blogging about advocacy, or they're blogging about research. So it could be anything around prematurity. So this year we're doing it again. It's a, If you go to bloggersunite.org, and you can uh, search for March of Dimes. If you go to the event tab, you'll see it right there on the front page. Please consider joining us if you want a little badge to put on your own blog. If you go down to the resource area, if you scroll all the way down, there's a resource area, and there's badges, and there's video, and there's all kinds of stuff you can use to put on your blog. So we're encouraging folks to do that. So that's one thing that's been going on. What was that? What was that site again? Because I want to put that. I want to tweet that out. Oh, please do. It's bloggersunite.org. One word: bloggersunite.org. And go to um, March of Dimes? And just You can do a search for March of Dimes, or if you go to the event tab, you can just scroll down or right there. And it's World Prematurity Day is what you're looking for. Great. And hopefully we can get more people to um, – I just came back from Blog Her last week where I was talking to the bloggers. I missed it. I, you know, I was supposed to be there. Oh, and I man. completely forgot to put it on my calendar. And oh, it was two days kidding. before, and I just couldn't. Oh, it was! I couldn't believe it. I couldn't oh. believe I forgot all about it. Horrible. Uh, but I heard it was sensational. But I mean, this is fantastic. Were there. It was amazing. Yeah, it was really amazing. Well, I, I will mean, definitely be there. I'll def- definitely be there and see you next year. New York City uh, next year. Oh, well, then I'm here. <laughs> Dude, perfect. seriously, it's in New York. I had no idea. Okay, good. Yes, yeah, so um, love her in New York City so, next year. Mm-hmm. And it, you know that's 
the bloggers, um, you know, that's basically the share your story is for people that have had children in the um, neonatal intensive care unit. Um, is, uh, can other people, can, where would, do you have any type of a support similar to that for um, women that are just pregnant or, and confused or just have questions? It depends on what situation is going on. The first-time pregnant women, I mean, a lot of our audience is first-time pregnant women. These are the women who don't have, you know, have not been, had the experience before, so they don't know what to expect. So these are the women that are info seekers. They're going to be out there. They're going to be searching for question, you know, questions that they may have. So in that case, then we would encourage either, to, you know, our Facebook is certainly a big proponent of what's going on. We do moderate yes. our Facebook. So if someone mm-hmm. asks a question on our page, you know, my staff is there answering the question. Um, we do cross-populate, and I'm sure you do too. I've seen you do it. So all of you, you know, your Twitter and your blog and your Facebook, everything cross-populates to every other platform. And I think it's important for us all to do that. Right. And on Twitter, you are March of Dimes, not the March of Dimes, just so people Here, know at that. It's March at March of, of Dimes. At March of Dimes. And trust me, it, it is a follow. Everybody, whether you plan on having children or you don't plan on having children, um, dad to dad, you know, I mean, man to man, woman to woman, you should definitely follow and you should retweet because you're going to help somebody that's having a baby or planning on having a baby. And, I mean, really, the tweets are just incredible. So just follow them and retweet. Thank you so much for that. Let me tell you just a little funny story. So I was, you know, I I track, I can watch, I can see you. So if someone mentions, and they're not even using the at sign, but let's say they just talk about the March of Dimes, and they're talking to their friend, and their friend is pregnant. This is a true story. So I see a guy who's a gamer talking to a girl who's a gamer, Completely, I would never have seen them in life. They're out of my realm. Right. But she's mm-hmm. pregnant. And so he, and she's tired of being pregnant. And so she's like, ugh, I'm done with it now. And this guy, this young man who was a gamer, said to her, you have to stay pregnant or I'm going to sick the March of Dimes on you. Oh, and beautiful. I have, and, I, and, of course, I follow, you know, I have a search set up so I can see any time someone talks about me. So you're I totally a stalker. Jumped in. You can say it, Bev. You're a stalker. I'm a total March of Dimes. I'm a stalker. I will stalk you. Um, so I jumped into the conversation, and they were shocked. They were like, are you the real March of Dimes? I am the March of Dimes. You must stay pregnant. And it created, But it created a conversation between the three of us, like, Oh my God! The March of Dimes is real, and they're online, and they're and they're like hip, and 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 I can give information to this woman, and so this is like a beautiful story. So I can, we are there, we can help women in their pregnancy. Well, you know, you know what I, I just don't get. I mean, I can remember when my older cousins were pregnant, and you know, everybody knew that you know, the longer you went, sometimes the better off you were. And it seems that through the generations, I don't know if it's this instant gratification or what it is, that everybody is just in such a rush to get, you know, to give birth, you know, and they don't know the the ramifications. Well, that's one of the campaigns we're on, this 39-week campaign that you'll start to see a lot of. Healthy babies are worth the wait. And you'll start to see more and more of this coming around in the media, is that we're trying to encourage women that, you know what, go for the long haul. Right. It's all about, and those last three weeks, those last, you know, f- three, four weeks is when brain development happens, your lungs mature, your eyes mature. So these are really important things that you want to make sure that, you know, keep them cooking is a good thing. I love her. She's and also Marianne, I, I appreciate it also that you said that 
you can help someone on here, and it's really oh, amazing. And we have actually in-person NICU family support programs within hospitals around the country. We're in more than 100 NICUs nationwide and serve about 70,000 NICU families in that way. So if you're Well, that's what I was just going to ask you, actually, was that, you know what, it, it, it's got to be a very, very, um, you know, a, confusing time um and that's what i was going to ask you i mean what if a parent is in this situation how do they know to go to you so that's great that you know you're there i would assume that the hospitals and the, the nurses would uh, let them know about your services absolutely um, and you know i really did mean what i said about the tweet because um you know there are a lot of people that just don't know you know that just don't know the things that i see your tweets and i'm like wow i had no idea you shouldn't do this you shouldn't do that um, we are going to be going off the air. We have two minutes left, um, oh but whatever we miss will be an archive. But um, you know, what? Um, how can people help you? How can people help the foundation? Well, there's lots of ways you can help us. I mean, certainly, and if you're in social media, retweet us, uh, go to share your story, be a part of that community. I think those are both really important things that you could do. Absolutely. And um, if you want to bring services to a hospital that you are familiar with, maybe that where your baby was or where you have a relationship, you can go to NICU at MarchOfDimes.com if you want to lead us to a hospital where you think that they need support, where the staff need to be helped in being more sensitive and family-centered, we would love to partner with those hospitals and help them and help the families in any way we can. Well, ladies, what you do is just absolutely incredible. And again, please follow March of Dimes and retweet. You are going to help a young woman have a healthy baby. So retweet and check them out on Facebook. Uh, Beverly Robertson, Liza Cooper. Thank you very much for joining us. I really appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you so much. Pleasure. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. As we end each show, you are your child's best advocate. If not you, then who? Become an informed, educated parent. Thank you for joining us tonight on The Coffee Clutch.